a better one i feel bad for everyone who doesn't get to hear the verse to that song dude that's a whole song it is we have several actually i have three different real estate songs that uh i've come out with different parodies of stuff that you know it's just stuff that i thought was funny so we we put it out that's there it. one is a rap song i don't know have you heard have you heard our, the rap i, I, I think i have yeah yeah uh -huh. dude uh, if you want, I mean, you'll twist my arm. I'll, I'll perform it for you like, live right now. I don't care. That's really good. Something That's for okay. Us. Oh, snap. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Guys, thank you for tuning in today. This is the Awesome Real Estate Show podcast, where sometimes we talk about real estate. I'm your host, Joshua Floyd. I make buying and selling real estate easy every day. I'm a realtor. I work for Coldwell Banker. I'm here today with my co-host, Justin Martindale. As always, we're in the Justin Martindale studio, South Street Baptist Church here in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Having a great time. Man. That was really good, man. I need to get on the radio. I, I know. You didn't even take a breath that whole time. I, I was didn't getting nervous. <laughs> I could have kept I going. I still don't. I haven't breathed since I got here. Right? I, haven't, I, haven't breath, I haven't taken a breath this morning. Yeah. Uh, but we are in the uh, we're in the studio today with a special guest, Mr. Loveless DeQueer. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Loveless works for a national builder here uh, in Lake Charles and has worked in other places as well and kind of come back to our area. So we were able to talk the other day. I brought a client out. And um, he's just super duper helpful. Like he's just one of those. Uh, I, I, are, would you say you're a salesperson or like what? What, what do they call your your job title? Or my job title is a, I'm a sales consultant. Sales consultant. consultant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Super I mean, helpful. We're all we're all salespeople. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Everyone. But um, we uh, we had a great interaction, and as a you know as a result of that, I was like, dude, you need to come on the podcast because he seemed you know really cool, really open to talking about stuff. So. Um, thank thank you. you, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so glad to be here. Absolutely. How long have you been with your uh, national builder company? I'm in my third year with them. Oh, wow. Right on. Man, there's so many jobs I had where I did not last three years even. like Me too. <laughs> long, longest one I've ever had. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Before this, I was self-employed. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, I'm, I guess kind of self-employed as a realtor. I mean, like technically, I do have a broker that I have to answer to, I guess. You're self-employed. Yeah, I'm more self-employed. But your check kind of depends on how much work you put in. For it's sure. Like you show up and get paid. Which I like. Do, is that the same way for you, Lois? Like, are, do you, are you on a salary or is it oh, sort of commission or how's that work? Strictly commission. Is know. it really? I couldn't wow. do it if it wasn't. <laughs> Dude, which is nice because like you said, like you, you get paid as a direct result to your hustle. That's yeah. awesome, man. Um, I don't know if, I mean, I guess we could do anything. If we had to, you know, like you gotta, I gotta provide for my family. So like if real estate tanks, I'm gonna go back to something else. That's okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm not too proud to say it. I, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, but I would, I'd be kind of sad, you know, like I, I love that commission, I love that hustle yeah. mentality where you know you're you're busy and that produces business, you know, and uh, it's super fun for me. So, what's your favorite part of your job, man? I like meeting new people. Um, yeah. You know, we work with a lot of first-time home buyers, and you yep. know, they've never purchased a home before. So, you know, a lot of times they walk in there. I just want to come see what the model home looks like, and you know, I mean, they walk out and like, you know, you just bought this house, and yeah. it's just, that's such a rewarding feeling. You know, meeting people who don't think they even qualify and helping them make their dreams come true. True, that's the most rewarding part of the job. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Lovis has never been on a podcast before, have you? I haven't. This is we're like, so excited feel, to have you. Yeah, I, I feel really, um, you know, I, I feel like a little star right now. Uh, you know, I'm like, oh, like, they, they want to hear my story. Yes, <laughs> you are. You're the star yeah, of the day. Let's get back. Let's go down to the beginning. I want to know. 
who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt you? Let's see. How much time have Do you got? Do we start with a third grade yeah. girlfriend or fifth? All right. <laughs> That's That's third grade girls though, man. (laughs) How is it working for like a national company? Is that, um, I mean, I guess, have you worked for like other builders in the past or has always been with the national? No. So I guess that's the, um, the thing. So before I was with the builder, I was a real estate agent. Oh, Um, wonderful. I guess maybe I should take you guys to the beginning. Like how how I even Tell me your story. All righty. So. I remember a bright light. Yeah, you know. And there was a man. Someone slapped me on the booty. I started crying. I think she dropped me on the head and I was like, two. That's what happened to my brother, actually. That answers a lot of questions. That answers a lot, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, So, yeah, like, we... I was born, let's say, I think at Lafayette General. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's do it. Yeah, let's get into it. So, I actually... I was in college. I went to UL in Lafayette. Okay. Um, I was serving tables, you know, and I thought I was rich. You know, Mm -hmm. I was making 100, 200 bucks a night. Yeah, yeah. Then I started bartending, you know, and I was was making great money. I was like, you know, I work three days a week, and it's the most money that I've ever made in my life. You know, I grew up very, very humble beginning, single mom. Right that, that's been in prison my entire life. So, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. Since I was in fifth grade and the day I was born, you know, so. Oh, my goodness. Grew, grew up with a single mom. Okay. And do you guys re- have a relationship? Do you do you still talk to him or? My mom? No, your father. No. Oh, I, okay. I, don't, I don't really have a relationship. I mean, he reaches out, but we really don't have a strong relationship. Okay, okay. Um, And so I always felt like a little, just, I had like a little less than everyone else, mm-hmm. um, you know, because my mom struggled. Yeah. Um, Went to college and I was like, all right, this is it. Like, I'll, you know, I'm about to go to college. I'm gonna make a whole bunch of money when I leave this place. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, two years in, I've changed my major four times, and I'm like, Ooh. what am I doing? And from this, from what to what to what? Like, what did you start out? Started in education. Oh um, yeah. Okay. And you know, I was like, all right, I want to be a 4-H agent. I grew up in 4-H. I was really really active in mm-hmm. 4-H. It's like, I want to be a 4-H agent. And I was like, eh, maybe not. They make forty thousand dollars a year. And I was like, at the time, I thought that was just that wasn't gonna work for me. I was right. Like, yeah. I, I need more than forty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know, well, it was more money than I've ever seen, and I thought that was a lot of money. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But in my mind, I thought I can do better. True. Um, so I changed to nursing. I was like, you know, nurses make like sixty. I was like, make yeah. that bank. I was like, I'd be rich then. And so I was chasing money. Um, you know, from major to major, looking for money. Eventually, okay. I ended up in business, and I was in a business major. Met this group of ladies. I served them at a restaurant. Um, just so happened one of them was the owner of six Carol Williams offices around oh, okay. the Gulf Coast. And right so on. she's like, I think you would do fabulous in real estate, you know, because that's, that's what they do. They recruit. Of so course. Like, You'd be amazing. You know, come and take a class. And blah, blah. I was like, all right, you know, maybe one day I'll do that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so eventually, I think maybe six months later, I'm renting a house. Um, I have three roommates. We're paying the landlord 1800 bucks a month between the four of us. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this guy, he's like a normal guy. He's making this money. You know, why don't you go buy a house and they pay me? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, how do I buy a house? Like, well, you make tips and you say you make $2 an hour. So no one's going to give you a loan. <laughs> yeah. So true. I ran into a whole bunch of roadblocks with that. Mm-hmm. Eventually I read a book um, by, you know, something about the Bigger Pockets podcast. I read uh, yeah. a book by those guys. And he was talking about investing in real estate with like little to no money down, like using other people's money and all this crazy stuff. Okay. And he recommended Rich Dad, Poor Dad in that book. Okay. And when I read that book, something clicked and it was like, go get your real estate license. Don't only you ever be to buy a house. Go get a license. Yeah. So I took everything I had in savings, which was 750 bucks. Nice. I had in my savings account and I went to get my license. Yeah. I was still working at the bar at the time. 
And you made a huge investment on faith, basically. Like it was all the money I had. Yeah, like, and it was the most money I ever had in my savings account at the time. That that had to have been a little scary. It was, but at the same time, I just knew it was going to work out. Like yeah, I was like were so determined. Like right on. I was like, I'm about to go be like this freaking rock star realtor. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, so I got my license in 30 days. Within 30 days, I was licensed. Mm-hmm. I was at my brokerage selling real estate. Nice. My first two months in real estate, I closed on two properties. Wonderful, dude. That doesn't happen sometimes for like six plus months for some agents. I know. So yeah. I'm like on this high. I'm sure. like on this crazy. I'm like, you know, I'm unstoppable, unstoppable. And then I just go like flat. Like I don't do anything. I'm sitting at my desk making calls and everyone's hanging up on me. Oh. And I'm like, oh shit. Like this is, it. <laughs> this is the end of it right yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and an agent in my office randomly like this is the same day i'm sitting at my desk and i'm like oh my god like this is the end Mm -hmm. she's like hey i have a friend he's a sales manager for this builder and he you know they're looking for some people i think you'd be good at it and i was like no i was like i'm doing this like i'm doing real estate like i want to be my own boss for sure and she's like well you can make a lot of money i was like i can make a lot of money okay maybe wait what (laughs) like, maybe i might want to go maybe i spoke too fast Uh, get back to the money what's up (laughs) so and i I promise it it gets good like it it gets better Mm -hmm. um eventually i I hit the place to where i realized that like you can have a million dollars and still be unhappy true yeah absolutely yeah so i'm still chasing the money so i go and i i start working for this builder and my first year with the builder i meet my goals all my monetary goals and you know Second year with the company, I'm the top sales agent out of all the sales agents here. Wow. You know, for the whole state, you know. So what do you, I mean, like, what made the difference? Like, like, was it just a mindset thing or was there, like, some specific things that you put into practice that worked for you or? Totally. So, I skipped over a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. <laughs> I definitely was, like, I, I guess I skipped over the fact that, like, I was reading four to five books a month. Okay. On self-help and personal development. Okay. You know, I attended Tony Robbins conference in New York, yep. John Maxwell in Orlando. And this is all like in one year. I went oh, to, wow. I would see all these different guys. So I was like obsessed with personal development. Sure. Like, I woke up every morning and I went on a three mile run and the entire run. I went, I mean, I don't know if you guys curse in this podcast. Um, you go right ahead. <laughs> uh, I would, the whole run, I would tell myself I'm fucking unstoppable yes. for like the whole three miles. Yeah, like, I wouldn't yeah, stop. Yeah. Just, that's what Tony Robbins did. <laughs> nice. Right so, so I would do it. And so you just charge yourself up and like tell yourself good things about yourself and then you man, start to believe it and put it yeah. into practice. I'd pump this big old head up. Absolutely. Dude, I listen to music in the same way in the mornings. Like, you know, some, some stuff I probably don't listen to at the end of the day because I'm listening to like um yeah, what's that guy futuristic you ever heard the greatest you ever heard that song dude yeah. when you leave or if you listen to the podcast right now listen to the greatest you want to charge yourself up yeah I'm have to listen it's to so that. good <laughs> it's so good I'm like yeah I am the greatest <laughs> yeah no it's, t- it's totally right so I believe in all that you know amen absolutely no, that's great dude wake up early in the morning go in the run read a book journal sure so I do the whole miracle morning thing okay what you, is that? Is that like a set thing, or did you just make that up? I've no, never heard of Miracle Morning. It's a set thing. So okay, okay. It's the Savers. You have the six Savers. Um, okay. Hal Elrod. He wrote the book, The Miracle Morning. Mm-hmm. He actually has one for real estate agents. It's called The Miracle Morning for real estate agents. Okay. He has them for college students, for business people, all kind of things. Nice. Um, and so he has the six Savers, and the S is for silence. You sit down ten minutes in silence. Mm-hmm. A is for affirmations. V is for visualization, E is for exercise, R is for reading, the other S is for scribing. Do those six things in the morning, 
you should be well well put together. Because okay. what he found is the world's super, super successful people, they were all doing a variation of that. Maybe mm-hmm. they would wake up and journal. Maybe they'd wake up and read. Maybe he'd wake up and read and exercise. Yeah. Well, he's like, maybe if I do like 10 minutes of each of them, and I have them all. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like, that changed me. Like, I, I've been really? doing it religiously for about a year and a half now. And right if on. I don't do a miracle morning, my day doesn't go right. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. I might have to put that into practice. I do like getting up early. I feel like that changes my whole day versus, you know, if you sleep in at all, like 530 for me is my time to get up. I like that because the house is still quiet. All the kids are still asleep. I can have my coffee, kind of plan my day a little bit, you know, but um, maybe I should take some time to like read something or like, you know, focus on just self-improvement for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good advice, man. Nice. I get up at the like least minute possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. No judgment. It's, it's all the, good. the difference between musicians well, and musician. business people. Yeah. Are so, it's sta- he, he's like, late night. He's talking about affirmations. I'm like, I do a lot of self-deprecation. Yeah. Is that the same thing? <laughs> that kind of do the same thing? No. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was as an artist, though. Like, yeah. so I feel you know I feel both sides. I've been on both sides. I've been a sales guy, and I've been you know. A struggling art. I'm I'm talking about me. I'm, I was a struggling artist, and. uh and yeah, there's a different mindset there at mm-hmm. play. I was brutal to myself as an artist. Like nothing was ever good enough, you know. But I feel like if I had adopted the mindset that I have now when I was an artist, that it would have improved. And I, I may even still be doing it if I had done that, you know. So no, that's great, man. That's good good advice. I think that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So where do you go from here? What is I mean, you're are you are number one in the company? You're you're and I, you know, I'm like, I'm charged up. I'm like, I'm unstoppable, yeah. unstoppable. Well, then I look around. I'm like, I have no friends. And like, <laughs> <laughs> like not one. So you kind of tilted to one side. Like you're all business and sort of neglected the personal. Yeah. Like okay. I, you know, I'm one day like I'm bored. I'm like, all right, like let's let's go out for a drink. It's like, who are you gonna call? So I'm like, oh, well, you can't call. You can't talk to him in two months. So hadn't called her in six months. Yeah. Um, I was like, she didn't talk to you anymore. So <laughs> I, I, I look. I had no one around me. You know, right. I had my family. Um, but it just. So I was like, well, you know, I don't really have any friends. I was really, really found myself going into a depression for the first time in my life. Like mm. I've never. I've always been like, oh, you, you can't get depressed. Like you snap yourself out of that. Like that's in yes. your head. Yeah. That was always me. I was like, you know, there's no such thing as depression. You know, yeah. you, you snap a finger and you're done with it. Right. And so I'm sitting down and I'm I'm what I call myself depressed. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, you have a problem. You know, I realized that I had become so obsessed with making money mm-hmm. and being successful and always being wind up that. I essentially thought that, like, not intentionally, but I had distanced myself from the people who I'd been with all my life because they weren't doing what I was doing when, you know, not everyone around you has to be doing exactly what you're doing. Or Absolutely. It's it's important to be around people, you know, who are thriving and want to do good in life, but... Not everyone has to want to make a million dollars or, For sure. you know, w- want to work out seven days a week. You know, they can you can still be friends with those people. Yeah. And so my little 20 year old mind at the time had somehow right. convinced myself that I could only hang out with people who were exactly like me. Ah. And so I had no one like I yeah. had absolutely no one. OK, because you're not going to find many maniacs who want to do that shit. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to find, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't know if. I have realtor friends, but like those are people I work with like every day, pretty much. Otherwise, it's all just kind of acquaintances and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, I feel that. Like at first, when I got into real estate, I I almost had to like make a separation though, because 
of how different my life was before and how, like where I was going. So like, uh, somebody had told me you never want to be the smartest guy in the room, you know? So Mm -hmm. I I had to change the room that I was in essentially and start networking out and finding other people. Cause as, uh, you know, as an artist and stuff, I, I knew a lot of people, but they weren't necessarily buying houses or anything, you know? So like, and they weren't, going to directly like improve my business. So I had to get out there and network and do other stuff, which led to more friends, you know, but I feel like once you reach a certain age, like, you know, friends are like, it's like whoever's available right then, you know, who's nice. (laughs) And like, uh, you don't have to like hang out every day or like, you know, I'm 22 to call me every day. (laughs) Oh wait, you're 22 right now. I'm 22 years old right now. Right now. Oh my God. I started this game. I started this game at 19. Okay. I got in real estate at 19. Wow, dude. That's impressive. Actually. That's really impressive. So you went from real estate to being like, Number one in the company and the youngest one, (laughs) super young age. Yeah, that's inspiring, man. That's really cool. See, I'm 22 years old right now. Yeah, and so I decided I was gonna run away from everything. No one wants me around. I'm gonna go away. So I put a request for a transfer, and they sent me a thousand miles away. I moved to Greenville, South Carolina. Okay, and I got there and I thought I would love it. Yeah, (laughs) and I was like, oh, you're not the top guy anymore. You really have no one. You ran away Uh from everything. Yeah, and you know things just. I wasn't making half the money I was making okay. here. You know, the people weren't nice. It just, Aww, it, it man, was, it was just that. not the same setup at all. Right. And, you know, I had to swallow a lot of pride mm-hmm. and call my old boss and say, <laughs> Hey, I want to come back. Yeah. You didn't like triumphantly leave. No, you, I actually gave like, them a screw six you, like a, screw you, screw you. No, I gave I'm them out. a six month notice and That's I still nice. did work for them for like three months when I left. I still handled the backlog here. Oh, dude. Okay. So yeah. I, so you left in like the best way possible. You couldn't have left Super in a better easy. Note. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So I left a really, really, really good note. Mm-hmm. I got there and I hated it. I wanted to come back. That's to swallow all my pride. Ask for a spot back. Yeah. And I actually took a demoted position when I came back. Okay. Um, as a junior sales rep. Uh huh. And I was, I'm currently still in this position for about another two weeks. Right on. And I've been in it since May. Now they gave me the option. I'm like, you can come back now, but I don't have a spot open. You know, he's like, I have people who didn't leave and I'm not going to just come in. You know, I can't let you just, you may be better than them. You might be the top sales agent, but you can't just come and take their spot. They're loyal. They stayed. Yeah. Do these guys, they just do one per community or one per city or how does that work? So here we do mm-hmm. one per community, okay. typically. Okay. Um, where I was, they were doing two and three per community. Oh, um, wow. Up in South Carolina. That makes it difficult. It makes it much different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you can come back and you can be a junior until a community comes available, um, you know, or you can wait and when something comes available, come back. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come back and I'll, yeah. just, I'll help out and I'll be, in, I'll be in a supporting role. For sure. And so I've been doing that. And, you know, my new community is opening up in two weeks. I'll have 300 lots available to me to wow. sell. You know, but that took a lot. You know, I was yep. the top guy. Yeah. And now I'm not even <laughs> one of the guys. Like, I'm Ooh. not even competing. Like, that hurts. Yeah, that hurts a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Every week we go to the meeting, they're calling out their sales. I'm looking at the sales board, all the mm-hmm. sales up there. My name's not on the list. Last year, I was number one on the list. Oh, that's that's a great departure. Yeah, but good for you, man. I mean, because it's obviously it's obviously not an ego thing, you know. Like you could have been like, "Well, I'm too good for that position," so no. You actually like took it on as as a challenge, probably almost, and said, "I'm gonna show you something." I think that's awesome, dude. I think that's it's really cool. I came back and I told myself, 
I'm going to help out so much wherever they put me yeah. to where they're not, they're going to be like begging me to put me in another community. They're, they're yeah. going to like be so excited to throw me back. And that's exactly what I did. Okay. They put me somewhere and it was struggling. I cleaned it all up. Mm -hmm. I didn't make any of the money. I cleaned it all up right. for the, the folks that I was helping. Sure. They made all the money, yep. but they know who did that. Like they know the input that I put into there. Yeah. So it's, you know, I just, everything I do, I try to do my best, no mm -hmm. matter if I'm, the guy cleaning the tables or the guy owning the restaurant, I always give it a hundred percent. Right on, man. Um, is, is it something that you can like, I mean, is there something above sales consultant that you've got an eye on at some point or like it, you're pretty happy where the sales consultant thing is and want to stay in this area or perhaps move up and, and out or so I'm, I'm what are the plans for the future? I moved away to be a sales manager. Yeah, so yeah. I actually interviewed for a sales management role in South Carolina. Wow. I didn't get the role. Okay. They still offered me a sales position there. They're sure, like, yeah. hey, right now, you know, we'd love for you to come, you know, their market was doing a thousand homes a year. My market here right was on. doing, we did 350 last year. So it's a much different market. Yep. They're like, come work in our larger market for a little bit. We'd love, you know, we think you have great potential to be a sales manager, mm -hmm. but come work, for, come work with us first. I worked with them for three months. I was like, I'm out. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And I came back and, you know, after really seeing and interviewing for that position, it was like a three month process. I don't think I want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, as the number one sales agent, you can make more than the sales manager and it's a lot For less sure. stress. <laughs> you don't have to do nearly as, yeah, all the managing yeah. part of that. That's, that can get old. I think, uh, having the team for me is, is stretching me as like a leader and stuff like that, man. It is not easy. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you're like, Oh yeah, I'll go be a manager. It'll be fun. And everybody will just listen to me. And you know, and sometimes they do. Yeah, I go <laughs> yeah. to the beach and you know, I, I drink a couple of drinks and yeah. they'll, they'll work. Yeah. And I'll just call and check in on them. It's all good. You know? <laughs> Guess again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not, not quite like that, but um, I do enjoy the part of it where like I get to watch them succeed though too. Like I think, as that's probably my favorite part of my job right now is like watching um, new salespeople like get into it and become successful as quickly as possible. I mean, it's super fun. Absolutely. For sure. I have a passion for coaching. Um, yeah. I didn't yeah. mention this, but I am a certified John Maxwell coach. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So I went, um, you know, I went through the whole program and mm -hmm. I traveled out to Orlando and got trained by John himself um, over at his conference last year. Yep. And we teach things from leadership, personal development, um, and it's, it's it's really driven everything. I would say, as far as me personally, mm -hmm. I now have the tools that I need. I feel like to where I'm working on myself more than anything, and I haven't really ex been out there seeking more coaching clients because mm -hmm. once I've reached where I want to be, I'll start doing more coaching. I, okay. I really, really love coaching, yeah, especially new real estate agents because I feel like it's a numbers game, and if yep. you help them put those systems in place. Um, you know, it's, it's really easy. Real estate's easy. I, I've always thought it was easy. <laughs> and he, Josh is laughing. He's like, I tell people it's not easy. Depending all the time. on the day, I, I, could, I could agree with you. <laughs> you definitely make buying and selling real estate easy. Every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've been quiet this podcast. It's my turn to talk for a second. Been very quiet. I like this, uh, thing y'all have going where, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't understand what humility means and humility is not having this self-deprecating view of yourself, it's having the realism to know that there's always better than you. Yeah. It's understanding that you can be really good at this or you can be the top agent in your company, but it's understanding there's always something, there's always a bigger fish, there's always a bigger fish, and you can always be that bigger fish if you keep working up that ladder. Because mm -hmm. one thing you see, especially in, in the music and in the art world, is this kind of false self-deprecating self, self -deprecating humility where 
Like a guy will be playing on stage and you'll go to him and say, oh, hey, man, that was really good. Really liked the, liked the music, stuff like that. And they'll go, oh, man, no, I'm not any good, man. It's like, it's like well, if you thought you weren't any good, you wouldn't be up there doing it. So yeah. let's, let's have a real conversation, you know? And that's something that I, I can kind of pick up off you two guys of just like, you, you both are ready to say, I'm really good at what I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. But also, you both have the realism to know that you're not the best in the whole world. There's somebody For who's sure. probably better than you. Who's the guy you talked about last week that he was like, are you, you went to a conference like that? Jo- uh, Josh Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that dude is incredible. I learned <laughs> so much from that guy. Is he a real estate guy? He is. I, I think that's who you're talking about. I'm yeah, not I 100%. So. Uh-huh. But he's the one that, like, I went to Houston and yeah, yeah, yeah. with just one conference like i came back with so much and he's i mean and i i went to this conference for free i think somebody (laughs) paid him you know for it but i walked away with so much like i've made a ton of money off of just the things that he just kind of threw out for free that's awesome which inspired me to like in turn you know share information um you know maybe get paid for it but (laughs) (laughs) that's always a good thing but Yeah. yeah yeah it doesn't diminish me to you know help someone else for sure uh, and it's, I think humility, I forgot who said it, but it's not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Mm. Does that, does I that like make that. sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that so, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Not self-deprecating necessarily, just the reduction of ego mm-hmm. you know, a little yeah. bit. Know when to put others first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can learn from anyone. And, and I try to tell people like when they go, Oh, I don't like that person or I don't, you know, um, someone that's successful, I always go, well, okay, I understand that you might not like them as a person, but I I don't knock success. You know, if I look at somebody and they are successful, then I want to learn at least what made them that way. We may not have coffee, we may not be able to like hang out and chill or whatever, but I always admire success. So, um, I don't know. I think that's important. Do you think that the the South Carolina to Lake Charles uh transition was not to sound like kind of hairy fairy, but I think that was kind of almost like a karmonic thing of bringing you down to a, to a smaller level. It was necessary to, to teach you something. Yeah. I, I, I don't regret it at all. What do, you, think, what do you think you learned from that of be, be, being number one, moving, realizing that you weren't going to be number one there, that it was going to be so different that, well, it wasn't that I didn't think I can do it there at all, right? but Finish what you were saying. Yeah, but did, did with the transition back and them going, well, you're going to have to be a junior sales associate or sales rep or whatever, and you're going to have to work your way back up. What did you learn from that part of it? Not so much from that part what I learned, but I can say by going there, I have a much greater appreciation of everything mm-hmm. here. Before I left, I like I, when I asked for something, I expected to get it from them. Mm-hmm. I was very entitled. Um, Took it and, for granted. They, they didn't see it that way because I was making them a lot of money. Yeah. So they <laughs> were know? happy to help whatever you need. They yeah. were very, very happy yeah. to, just, to just give, sure. give, give. And they were very sh- probably shocked when I was like, hey, I'm leaving. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they weren't going to be like, no, you can't go. You right. Know? They, they weren't going to hold me back. I was going with the same company. Mm-hmm. But I mean, why would they want to, their number one guy to leave who, yeah. you know, essentially was doing everything for them? But I, I got a much greater appreciation for everything back home, for my family. For my homie, I bought a house eight eight months before before I left in the, yeah. the top neighborhood in town. I left that to go live in an apartment because I was like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't need this. I don't want this. Yeah. You know, like, who does that? Right, right. <laughs> but it was just my big head not thinking, like, just, I was just so full of myself and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. And you uh, took, took a lot of things for granted. I took a lot for granted. Yeah. Did lot. you reconnect with those friends? You were saying you'd kind of, you'd broken away from a lot of relationships and stuff. Have you mended those and come back to a lot of those or we're still working on that? Absolutely. Like okay. we're, 
I'm like back tight with all of my friends. Wonderful. Like, wow. Wonderful. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I've actually, you know, I've been where we hang out. We've been hanging out like, you know, every two, three weeks, mm-hmm. you know, because I have a hope with this group of friends from high school that's like just still really, really close. Wow. Like, all went to college together, like all grad, just graduated college together like these past couple months. No kidding. Except for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all graduating <laughs> college together right now and, you know, still take trips together. And you know, that's I was rare, kind of man. like the one, that, the only that's one really out rare. of the group was me. Yeah. And they all know each other because of me. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I introduced all you were of the them. Glue and then, uh, yeah, yeah, and then eventually I was like kicked out. As I, as I, felt, I felt kicked out. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you reconnected with those guys. That's yeah. awesome, man. As an adult, it's so hard to find new friends. So it's good to go back to the old ones because you know, as as an adult man, you can't just like walk up to another dude and be like, "Hey, you want to you want to be my friend?" Yeah, like let, let, <laughs> let's be friends, please. Yeah, hang out. <laughs> I accidentally I accidentally said that because I was talking to a guy on the phone who was just like all about my real estate business. He's super nice, being so nice. And, you know, just compliment after compliment. I was like, oh, dude, we should, you know, and he was like, you know, what kind of beer do you like? I'd like to, you know, I'm going to give you some beer or something. I'll bring you some. I was like, dude, that's so nice. I said, instead, why don't we just go have one together? I'm, I'm always looking for new friends, you know, silence. He's just like, oh, <laughs> It hurt Man. my feelings. Yeah. I was like, I, I did it wrong. I don't know how to do that quite yet, but I messed that one up, I think. That's hilarious. <laughs> so funny. So, we were doing so well. And just, or not. It's that, that's fine. And that's exactly I was like, yeah, you know, but I know you're busy and, and stuff, so it's, it's cool. So I was trying to give him a way out and still be nice. You know? <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, it was good times, man. But I still haven't figured that one out, you know. And I still hang out with like a friend from high school, really like one of my oldest friends that I still regularly talk to and hang out with. He moved away, but like we talk all the time. Um, I've known him since fourth grade, you know, so it's cool to be able to carry on those relationships from the past. I also didn't mention that three of those friends I've brought into into my company. (laughs) (laughs) I brought into the company that I work for. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all like their sales reps with me there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so three, well, yeah, three of them, they, 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 we work together now. Yeah. One's, an, one's a loan officer for the company, one's a sales assistant, and one's a sales agent. Dude, that's and, really so, cool. Yeah, we're, all, we're all working together too now, which is pretty cool. And it doesn't hurt the relationship <laughs> it at all. You guys have a good working relationship. We do. We that's do. awesome. It's, it's pretty cool. Well, that buddy from fourth grade, um, I actually hired him to do my cartoons. So Really? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really awesome. He was, I love the ones you have for the podcast. We have so much fun with this. <laughs> yeah, like, they're, they're really cool. That's part of what's fun for me for, with real estate is like, yeah, we're, we're sales, we're service and all this, but like a huge part of it is marketing. Some of it's marketing ourselves <laughs> specifically and, well, and homes and stuff along with that. That, which kind of go hand in hand, but dude, it's so fun to like, you know, I hate that I'm getting really tired of the term thinking outside of the box because <laughs> people say it all the freaking time. And it's like, you're dude, still thinking in the box you, just by saying that, <laughs> that that phrase is in the box. You are bro. so far in the box right now. Like, you know, so we need to come up with a better term for it. Just, I, I don't know, but I like doing things differently and I like being the first to do things. You know what I mean? Like at least in this specific area, because everything's been done before. And you're not afraid to be the first to do something. Not at either. all. No, I, I look for things where I can be the first one, you know, like I was the first person to, uh, uh, do a cartoon, you know, that was, that was a big first. That was, uh, I'm pretty sure the first person, at least in this market to do a real estate related song. And then like, we've done three of those. We were talking about that earlier. Super fun. Uh, one of which is a rap. And, uh, you know, if you needed me to do it live, I can do it. That's not a big deal. But... That's cool. That's okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> shut down. Okay, that's fine. That's no big deal. But no, that's part of the fun for me, man. You know, is and then sharing what I've learned works and stuff with other people is really cool. Yeah. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. They don't all work. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but uh, one of the most like popular things that we did was just a GIF. It was just me on the floor laying down on this wood flooring, and I, I'm like spreading my hand over it and like laying kind of. You know, seductive. Draw me like one I of your do. French girls. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sexy is yeah. what I would say. Yeah. yeah. No one would say that. Um, but it was just, I was saying smooth Louisiana pine flooring. And like it was written along the bottom so you can kind of see my mouth move or whatever. And it got like 4,000, 5,000 views. Like it was just the dumbest thing ever, but it worked. So you sold anyway. eight houses because of that, Jeff. We didn't sell one. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, actually, we probably did. If nothing else, man, we don't necessarily like equate each thing to a sale. And if we were basing our, you know, if we were basing like how well we did on that, then we, that would not be that good idea. But like we're building a brand, you know, this is like longevity. We're here to stay. We're going to be in this market for a long time. So some of it is just putting things out there so that people can see it and keep us in the back of their head, you know. But Nice. For sure, for sure. But, um, well, dude, thank you so much for coming today. You have really an inspiring story. Um, <laughs> is, are, you, are you able to, like, market yourself? And, like, can you give your information if people are interested in finding out? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and tell them how to get in touch with you, man. So if you guys are looking to purchase new construction in the Lake Charles, Lafayette, Youngsville market, um, you can reach out to me on Facebook at Loveless to Queer, Instagram at Loveless to Queer. How do you spell that? Because I wouldn't be able to. Loveless, yep. L-O-V-E-L-E-S-S, okay. the queer, D-E-C-U-I-R. Um, okay. Or you can just give me a call at 337-516-8440. Right on, man. And actually, if you call him, make sure that you told him that I sent you. <laughs> yeah, tell him you sent me. Because you know, they are great with working with realtors. They're, it's a really cool company. But um, again, dude, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank I, you. I admired you from afar, and I'm glad we had this time to you know sit and, and learn more about you. So this is awesome. Um, and for all those listening out there, we appreciate you. Um, and if you would go and like, and share this podcast with your friends, tell everybody about it. Give us a five-star rating if you have the time and, uh, thank you again for listening and have an amazing day. House, 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 house.